Breakfast begins now on WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Stay tuned as Alan White and Doug Max talk with fishing and hunting pros, share tips and tricks, and discuss Alabama's greatest natural resource, the great outdoors. WNSP Outdoors is brought to you by Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, Streets Seafood and Meat Market, Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, and Blue Water Yacht Sales. Now, let's head outdoors with Alan White. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max, and we've got a great show lined up for y'all. We've got all your fishing forecasts for your weekend and all the different areas around our region. And also we've got Mr. Eddie Salter as our special guest today. So hope y'all stick around and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Doug, we're getting a little bit of relief today from the hot weather. Yeah, it almost feels like fall. I guess it, the the other day, what, the 22nd or 23rd was the first day of fall. But today, to me, is the first day it felt like fall. Mm-hmm. So, I tell you, we, we really need some rain. I know everybody's praying for rain, and some people are getting a little bit. But I hadn't got any, and I'm I planted clover the other day, just thinking, okay, we got a 55% chance tonight, a 65% chance the next night. You know, this was earlier this week, and uh, so I went ahead and planted the clover. <laughs> and I'll be doggone, I hadn't had a drop of rain on it. Yeah, so. now we're down to about five to ten percent. Yeah, I know, it. <laughs> if that. But. but I did take advantage of this uh, dry weather and plant. I put some uh, plant agri products out. I put some more lime, liquid lime out, and I put some more mow yield fertilizer out uh, yesterday on those clover patches. So they're going to do good once we get some rain, and you know. The rain will eventually come, I guess, but uh, I don't know how long that clover seed will last. It'll probably last a month or two. Well, I don't think it's a seed. If, if You know, if you had oats or wheat or something, then you'd yeah. have to worry about birds and squirrels. I, I don't think they go after the clover seed, so yeah, and, and maybe clover it'll be seed, fine. You know? Clover seed's so hard. Yeah, it's it should really be hard. fine. Anyway, we've got uh, our Mobile Tensile Delta reporter on the line, Mr. Wayne Miller. How you doing, Wayne? Man, doing great. How are y'all? Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. It's a nice day to be outside. It's not so hot and muggy. Yeah, it really did. It felt good this morning. Uh, yeah, and still feels good outside. You know, it was nice yesterday picking up some some good, you know, uh, cloud cover. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit cooler weather. It really feels good out there on the water. So, yeah, uh, you know, the conditions we got right now on the Delta are, uh, you know, obviously we need rain, and uh, you know you see that reflected in the river stages because, uh, man, if if you hadn't looked at the river stages, you really need to go look at them because not very often you'll ever see these rivers this low. Uh, you know, I mean everything: the Alabama, the Tom Bigby, the Mobile. I mean everything is really down at rock bottom, and uh, you know, but. The good news is, you know, I mean, all the rivers from the standpoint of water clarity uh, are just absolutely beautiful. Now, uh, you know, we've seen some some uh, pretty massive inundation of salt water up into the delta, and we're seeing shrimp. You know, I mean, I've seen shrimp on the Mobile as far up as uh, almost a 65. Wow. So, um, you know, we got a lot of... Of course, anytime you have those bait fish, you know, the shrimp, you have pogies and all that, 
uh, you know, there's always a lot of other fish that follow them. So, um, you know, we're seeing, um, you know, a lot of jack corral out in the main rivers. And, uh, you know, it's just that time of year. And as we see it, you know, get a little cooler, I think that'll just get more prominent. But, um, you know, the um, the good news for the Delta, though, is, uh, you know, we're actually, uh, tomorrow we're moving into a uh, – uh, a nip tide really moving into it today, but tomorrow, you know, it'll be nip. But as we as we progress into the weekend and the first of October, which is Sunday, uh, we start uh, picking up a pretty good tide cycle because we've got the first full moon of October this coming uh, uh, or next Friday. It'll be the sixth of October. So that week, man, we've got some really good, strong tides. And for really the first time this fall, we're seeing that tide turn around and be an outgoing tide in the morning. Hmm. So well, that's something a lot of people have been waiting on. You know, a lot of guys really love to fish at outgoing tide, but they don't like to get out in the afternoon. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit of change up, but uh, I think, you know, we'll see the fishing get progressively better here over the next couple of weeks. Wayne, I think the full moon is tonight, uh, according to my chart, it is. But uh, this chart may be wrong. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, um, I'm pretty sure it's the, um, uh, it's the last quarter right now. I think, I okay. think the, the next full moon will be, uh, you know, October the 6th. So, let me ask you this, Wayne. Uh, with these, the days are shorter and all, and, and the nights have been cooler. Are you seeing a, a little drop in these water temperatures? Because it had really been some warm water out there. Yeah, it has dropped down pretty good, Doug. I mean, we're, um, you know, I'm seeing some in the, you know, the low 80s, you know, uh, and around 84, 85, uh, which is still hot. But, I mean, we're seeing it progressively get a little cooler. And, and with these days getting shorter, even these days where, you know, we have a lot of sunshine, it, um, you know, it, it limits the amount of, you know, warming you have during the day. But, uh, but you know, uh, it'd be great, man, once we get those water temperatures down in the 70s. Uh, you know, typically, that's when you see that fall swing really come on strong. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what it is about that water temperature, man. I think it's, it's kind of like you hunters. You know, once you get that first good, you know, cold front blow through, you guys just go crazy. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what the fish do. Yeah, and it makes it because the animals start moving a lot more during the daytime when it gets a little colder, you know, and when, when they know, and fish, I guess, know the same thing. They know when a front's coming somehow or another. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, and, uh, I, I've thought about you the last few days, Alan, cause I've seen a lot of these white perch guys tipping around, man. I tell you mm -hmm. what, they're, they're kind of tight lipped, but <laughs> I know they're catching fish somewhere. Cause they wouldn't be out there going if they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Well, with this very low water, uh, we found we found that uh, there's less places for them fish to hide. <laughs> less, there's less volume for them to run around in. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, well, Edna. it's, uh, you know, some, some really nice weather. And, uh, you know, I mean, as it cools off, it'll get even better. Yeah, Wayne, I was going to tell you, uh, talking about some cloud cover and it not being so hot at times, uh, I was on a fishing trip with my grandson over the weekend and on into Monday, and it had been hot and just, you know, this real bright sun, and the fishing was very slow. And then late Sunday evening, it clouded up and got kind of breezy, and the fish turned on. And we caught some yeah. fish, and I caught me one real nice fish. And then the next morning, it started off the same way, Monday morning, and the fish were biting. And about 8 o'clock, all of a sudden, the sun came out, and it's like you flipped a switch, and they just quit biting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you, man, it uh um, you know, those, um, those days where you got the, you know, bluebird skies, I mean, people think they're beautiful days and they may be, but man, the fish just don't react well to that real bright sunlight. So, uh, you know, that's, that's something that we see, you know, pretty common here and it's, uh, uh, but it, it helps, you know, uh, once we start getting this, you know, water cooling off a little bit more. Like Alan said, I mean, the fish just get more active during the daytime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, uh, uh, but I, I've been catching uh, really surprisingly uh, something I was going to mention to y'all today, man. Uh, there is just tremendous numbers of flounder I've been catching mm-hmm. because I've been fishing a lot with soft plastic primarily using a texas rig so yeah. you know i'm bouncing plastic on the bottom hmm. and uh man the flounder i've caught is just incredible i mean and i'm <laughs> catching them everywhere are you catching so, big uh, are you catching the size that uh, allows you to keep them or are you catching just a bunch of small ones uh you know about half of them are you know legal okay uh, but but I, I have caught a lot of smaller ones too but, you know, that's something odd, though, Alan, you, you mentioned that because of the fact that, you know, I, I think the the numbers of flounder are getting so prolific now, uh, you're just seeing a lot more. And, uh, you know, used to, you know, occasionally you'd catch it. When you caught a flounder, it'd be a big, you know, nice one. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, you know, it wasn't very often you saw that. And now out on the delta, even the middle delta and the lower delta, Man, you're just catching a lot of them, yeah. and you're seeing a wide range of, of sizes on them. So, you know, uh, just kind of hillbilly biologist, you know, kind of tells me that, you know, maybe that is indicative of, uh, you know, just a, a pretty big increase in the numbers. Well, they close the season during, I think it's November every yeah, year now. Yeah, that's the spawning season. The spawning no. season, I think that's helping to produce a lot. We're seeing a lot more various sizes this year of flounder which is great all right well thank you so much wayne appreciate the report buddy i hope you have a great weekend okay y'all too thank you all right thank you and we'll be right back with captain bobby abrascato
Street Seafood and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette has a great selection of fresh seafood and meats. Choose from their top cuts of meats or get yours custom cut. Find Street Seafood Restaurant on Facebook for order ahead to go daily buffet specials. A full meal served at the drive up from 10.30 till 3.30. Call 937-4096 and they'll put it together for you. Street's Dining Room is now open and the banquet room is open for private parties. Street Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanette. Find them on Facebook. Bear Fine Furniture is locally owned and has been in business for over 60 years. Did you know at Barrow, you don't have to wait for a sale. We offer you our lowest price, best value every day. And when you buy it today, you can take it home today. We offer in-stock items that are ready to take home, or you can custom order that perfect piece for your home. Either way, we are here to help. Barrow, the best place to buy furniture for over 60 years. Mobile, Pensacola, Flomington, Dothan, Andalusia. At UJ Chevrolet, we've been taking care of customers since 1939. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle or need service, we invite you to come see us. And UJ Chevrolet is home of the lifetime powertrain protection, so you get peace of mind knowing your vehicle is covered for as long as you own it. Find new roads to UJ Chevrolet or visit UJChevy.com. Zaxby's new chicken, bacon, ranch loaded fries are a delicious combination of all your favorite ingredients. We start with a bed of perfectly seasoned crinkle fries, then layer on crispy hand breaded 12 hour marinated chicken, savory hardwood smoked bacon, a drizzle of creamy buttermilk ranch dressing, and finish it off with a shredded cheddar blend. Plenty to share, but why would you? Chicken, bacon, ranch, loaded, fries, woo, saucy, Zaxby's. It is Superstar Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get up to a $25 gift card after rebate with the purchase of select Superstar batteries, the best replacement batteries for cars, trucks, SUVs, motorcycles, lawn and guard, marine, and more. The professional parts people will test your old battery for free, and if it needs to be replaced, they will help you find the right battery for your vehicle and budget. For power, performance, and reliability, choose Superstar batteries exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Be more cyber zen. Get NordVPN. With a few simple clicks, NordVPN will block online trackers, secure your devices from malware-infected downloads, and block access to malicious websites. With NordVPN, enjoy internet without trackers, without malicious websites, without malware-ridden files. Be more cyber zen. Take advantage of our special offer now at nordvpn.com. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. Eastern Shore Ace Hardware over in uh, Spanish Ford on Highway 31 wants to give us away a $20 gift certificate to you today. We'll take the third caller right now at 694 1055 Eastern Shore Ace Hardware located in the shopping center on top of Spanish Fort Hill and also on Highway 181 in Bowen County. Bobby Abrascato is with us with our inshore fishing report. And Bobby, I tell you what, today is the day I'd like to be out there on the water fishing because it's cloudy all day long, it's cool, and it's probably going to get hot tomorrow. 
Yeah, that's right. You know how to pick them, big Al. I can tell you that. It, is def- it has definitely been right, man. It's uh, It's been a treat lately, man. Uh, really, the last couple – Now, like you said, it warms up. Yesterday it warmed up for really all the way through the weekend. It's a little bit cooler in the morning, but it warms yeah. up pretty quickly when the sun's out. But today's just been fantastic. Uh, you know, that cloud cover, of course, keeps it nice to fish in, but that cloud cover, if you're – Particularly, you're you know inshore fishing, uh, shallow waters. It really is really windy today, and it has been kind of breezy the last several days. But uh, you know, staying on the inside in the shallow water, we got extremely extremely clear water right now. Could do the lack of rain, uh, and that cloud cover, as you guys well know, really helps that bite out. And um, we just had some good trips uh, since we talked last week, uh, continuing to you know catch huge numbers of fish using. Uh, uh, we caught a few on top water and slick lures over the last couple of days, but the majority of, by far, the majority of the fish that I'm still catching because there's so many shrimp in the water right now are on shrimp imitations under a popping cork. Um, I actually tried some live bait that some guy guy had broke down at the ramp the other day and gave me his baits, and I wasn't even rigged up for live bait, but I tried some live bait, and uh, we caught some fish on them, but it wasn't enough to make me want to, you know, start using bait. Uh, there's just so many fish in the water following the shrimp right now. You just, you go through live bait so fast when you get into some of those schools that you're really just better off just to stay with the artificial bait, uh, you know, which is what I've been doing. So, I don't see any big changes in that in the next few weeks. Uh, it's going to take a sure enough cold snap to really get things like a true pattern and change. Um, the one tip I'll give you, and I'm probably mentioned this because it, it's helped me out so much over the years, but uh, these transitional periods like what we're in right now when these fish are going from the summertime in towards the fall pattern um, are motivated by moving shrimp. And there's a lot of shrimp on the move right now with fish on them. And, uh, you know, we've run across some schools of fish out in the middle in some kind of unlikely places, and that happens a lot. Uh, so my point I'm making or the tip I'd give is, is you're, you know, if you're out moving around going from one place to the next, man, don't run past a, uh, some diving birds, even if it's just a couple birds, because you'll be surprised what's under well, it's under those things a lot of times. It's not always just little bitty trout. A lot of times it's, it's real nice trout. Sometimes it's redfish mixed in with trout. So keep your eyes open for that. You know, over the next several weeks, because a lot of that's going to keep happening until we truly transition into the fall deal. And uh, I'm sure you've been picking up some flounder along with the specks and reds. Oh, Al, I wish I'd have took a picture of the two flounder we caught the other day. I just, I should have, I wish I should have took a picture of because just so you believe me that I actually caught <laughs> two of the prettiest flounder. Listen to this. We were on a catch and release trip. I told those flounder as I let them go, I said, y'all are the luckiest two flounder in the history of mankind to come into my boat and not get kept. This is the day we're, 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 we're all catch and release. I didn't even have any ice in the boat, so we couldn't even ice them down, man. And they were some pretty ones too, but yes, sir. And it's, it's, you know, that, that, you know, me catching them tell you that they're they're pretty plentiful and being caught out there. And I've certainly, like you guys have, I'm sure, heard the reports of the pounder catches going on. And don't forget now that that, that thing's going to close in November, so yeah. <laughs> you're catching them. Uh, you know, now's a good time to keep them if you're going to if you're gonna, if you like to eat them. Yeah, we got another month to go to get out there and uh, enjoy the flounder population right now, which seems to be really great. You know, I just remember I can't get over a few years ago. During the oil spill, we were thinking the flounder population is gone. There's no flounder. Yeah, and, it, 
And it was really bad. We all know that. And obviously the state knew that because they dropped the creel from 10 to 2. Yeah. That's an 80% reduction in creel and closed. I've never seen an inshore closure. So as long as I've been fishing, uh, I've never seen an inshore closure. So it wasn't just us having trouble catching flounder there. You know, the catches had to been down pretty dramatically for them to, to make that kind of change. This shows conservation works. Yep. Absolutely, it does. Those those cats know what they're doing. So uh, you know we, you know if we do do right by them, uh, man, that that thing's going to be around for our kids and grandkids to uh, to enjoy it. Hey, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more next week when we go on. But uh, next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend is the Dog Dog River Clearwater Revival Inshore Tournament. It's one of the fa- uh, fundraisers for that organization that keeps an eye on that wonderful river for us. Okay. So uh, if you guys aren't having them on, uh, I'm, uh, I sure like to talk about that a little bit next week. Sounds good. We'll see if we can get them on by then. Uh, Bobby, I hope you have a great weekend, man. All right, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. All right. We're uh, getting a report from Joe Dunn up at Miller's Ferry. How you doing, Joe? Doing great, Alan. That the river up here is getting really, really clear. We ain't had any any major rain now for a while, and yeah. I mean, I mean, the clarity is up like uh, at least three foot. So wow, uh, it's and, and it's gonna you know affect the fishing too. When it gets that clear, they go getting real, real finicky, hard to catch. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are having to swap over to you know live bait now, especially. And uh, you having to cover a lot of water to find the fish because they get are a little bit scattered now because and deeper. They're, they're not yeah. like pulling water at all. They so, get they get yeah. deeper. They get finicky, and you have to use really light line to catch crappie the, during that condition. Oh yeah, it, 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 they uh, like I said, it's they really water's super clear. I mean it's. Hmm. Uh, Bad as I hate to say it, we really need a little rain, muddy things up, and uh, the cool. We need a little bit. More, the cool weather ain't got here yet either. That is not helping with the bite either. If it cool off, it would pick up some because of that. But it, the water's still real hot, so everything's still gonna be slow until that wintertime bite hits when it gets a little cooler we get a little rain maybe stain the water a little bit i'll pick things up but everything now you need to stick with live bait and uh you know same stuff bridge uh brush piles and uh strokes are close to the channel uh the main creek channel and on the river banks right now that's where, where it's at really okay uh, bass are patterning in the creeks or mouth of creeks right now, or what are they doing during this clear water, low water situation? Yeah, it's it's pretty much the same. They're actually hunkered down close to the creek channel, uh, around the creek mouth, and whenever any they do pull a little, little water, they'd be ready to, you know, ambush some shad coming by, uh, and things just it's going to be really kind of just slow for just a little bit so that water cools a little bit that'll trigger them to go to feeding fringy for the for the fall and winter then yeah and uh hey let me ask you this uh down there in monroe county they are just killing some catfish down there in the river is, is they doing the same thing up there up your way oh yeah it's uh, the catfish spot's gonna be good uh on for a while right now like i said it's going to be in the river somehow, form or fashion. 
the either uh, fishing creek mouths and stuff like that, tight lining, uh, jugging with the long lines, or either uh, uh, some guys went to drifting, you know, or dragging baits out in the river around 30 foot. Uh, I talked to one fellow, says one of his techniques this time of year is when, you, when they're not pulling water, just get out there and hang lines all the way around his boat down 30 foot and just troll every once in a while. But he says, you got to be quiet doing that. Uh, the more big cats are just spooky as anything else. Go to too much beating and banging in the boat, that'll end that bite. But, uh, or either use the wind to uh, push your boat, get a drift set up, and just drift down through a long stretch of river with uh, some uh, either live bait or cut bait, either your brim or your skipjack or your shad. You know, we don't talk enough about how to make noise in the boat. I think we ought to have a show on that one day. <laughs> how to how to drop a tackle box, you know, in an aluminum hull and all that. So, uh, yeah, that that'll end the end the fishing right up under your boat well, for sure. You know, after the live scope, you can really see what noise does to fish. How they react. Oh, I bet. And it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all. Bought it, but you know, you can see it now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're learning so much from the live scope. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it so much. All right. Thank y'all. All right. Going to take a short break. We'll be back with my man, Eddie Salter, right after this. For 55 years, homeowners across the Alabama Gulf Coast have trusted Bachelor's service with their HVAC systems. Keep your HVAC running its best with their $79 tune-up special. Or better yet, a value-priced energy savings agreement for year-round peace of mind. Time for a new system? Bachelor's offers Daikin Fit, the industry's leading tech for AC and heat pumps, available with a $1,000 instant rebate. Bachelor's is service worth remembering. For HVAC generators and plumbing repair, go to bachelorservice.com. Certification 177. When you're dealing with your roof, be sure to have experience by your side. I'm George Spurlock with Presley Roofing and Construction. As a third-generation family business, personalized service is who we are. Call Presley Roofing for a free estimate for any type of residential or commercial installation or repair. We offer fortified roofs and smart financing for your roof replacement as an Alabama Power-approved roofing contractor. Presley Roofing, serving Mobile and Baldwin counties since 1949. Visit PresleyRoofingInc.com. Eli Gold here. You know, there's a lot of lawyer advertising in Mobile, but folks, be careful. Many of the lawyers you hear from are from out of town and won't be the lawyer actually handling your case. That's why you should call Dean Waite. Dean is right here in Mobile, and he's the lawyer personally working your case. If you've been injured, don't hesitate. Call Dean Waite at 265-1000 or visit DeanWaite.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. 
As a true football fanatic, I have all the skills. I've got good hands, which I use to dip McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. I always come hungry, so I'm always down for McDonald's Big Mac. I have quick reflexes to grab any McDonald's french fry that tries to get away. And I have ice in my veins, so I love frozen Fanta strawberry. Plus, my game-saving skills are legendary, because with the McD app, I can save 20% off any purchase of $5 or more. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid 9-4-23 through 12-31-23 <laughs> at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Fanta is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things. Like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code FOOTBALL at checkout. That's harrys.com, code FOOTBALL. Enjoy! This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM. And on the sound of Mobile App, now let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. How does two ribeye steaks sound right now? Hmm, am I making you hungry? Well, you can call 694-1055. If you're the third caller, we're going to give you two ribeye steaks from Street Seafood and Meat Market located in Baymanette, Alabama on Highway 31, real close to the restaurant there. Most people know where the restaurant is. If you don't, shame on you. I agree. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something cool? I was driving down Highway 59 today, com- yeah. coming this way, and my, I looked over, and there's like six or seven turkeys in a pasture right there. And I thought, huh, they were hens, but I was checking them out. And about that time, my phone rang, and of all people, it was the turkey man himself. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I thought that was about that was pretty cool. I thought. How about that? Good timing, Eddie. Eddie is with us right now. How you doing, buddy? And so much better. And I'm and I'm glad to be on air with y'all, man. I tell you what, I've been through been through the meal, but we doing good now. Well, we're glad to have you back and healthy, buddy. Thank the Lord for that. That's right. Well, I, you know, I do need to give him all the thanks because I tell you what, it wasn't. It wasn't good around the Salter house for a while there, but the good Lord is, uh, he's amazing and wonderful. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, Eddie, we want to, you know, especially, you know, and I want to say, especially for all the people that was praying for me and then, uh, and then I'll shut up and I'll listen to y'all. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Well, I'm going to add to this. I know you knew you had a good many friends, but I think you probably didn't know just how many you had. Well, I guarantee you what it uh, it, uh, it it was very pleasing to find out that I did have that many friends. That's for sure. Well, so. Good deal. Well, we're glad to have you back. Let's talk about deer hunting a little bit. Uh, it's right around the corner, you know. I think it's October seventeenth or something like that when bow season starts. 
And every year in October, you have a charity hunt up around Evergreen. Tell us about that, and is there any openings left? Yeah, oh, yeah. We still got a couple of openings. Uh, we picked up some more property, and uh, we actually started donating to the to the school up here a little bit. And so they opened up some more property for me to hunt. And it's going to be, in, you know, right there around October the 25th. And it's actually a three-day hunt that uh, you can come in. And, and But we, we, we made it into a, a real fun, you know, type deal that and made it for a competition. And, uh, you know, figured it, man, it would be good. And it would, you know, be good for the church and, and I actually our whole community. And, and it, it has. And the way we do it is it's a, you draw for a piece of property, you go out and scout it. And then you hang your own stands, and then then you go to hunt. And if you shoot a doe, she weighs a hundred pounds, then that's a hundred points. And the same way with a buck, but we go ten times as antler growth. And so if you got an old buck that weighs uh, two hundred pounds and he's got ten points, well he'll score three hundred. And so you know, uh, basically, that's you know we we make it into a competition. And what makes it good, though. The church really gets involved in it, and they cook for the guys every night. And all the guys get together and share their stories and, and enjoy a, a real good Christian meal. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so all of this land is donated by different landowners and so forth, uh, all supporting this charity hunt. Uh, I imagine some of this land hadn't been hunted a lot, has it? it you, you're right. Some of it... Uh, you know, some of this new land that we've got's never been bow hunted before, and uh, and that's and, and really that's the land you want to draw because actually some of my property over here I've had for about twenty years and we've been bow hunting. You know them old them old deer. You know everybody used to say I I, I remember laughing. I said deer never look up. You know they <laughs> just walk through the woods with their nose down. Well, we got deer up here. I think they actually. If you didn't know better, you'd think they were hunting squirrels. They'll come up there and got their, they got their heads looking up in them trees so hard. And, uh, boy, it makes it tough to be able to pull that bow back on. It really is. They only look down for an acre, and then the rest of the time they're looking for you, right? You're right. They, they become squirrel hunters, that's for sure. But they actually hunt deer hunters. So. Well. But, uh, but that's what makes it so challenging. If it was real easy right there, you know, it wouldn't be no challenge to it. It wouldn't be fun. That's right. Well, tell us how to get in touch if some of my bow hunter well, listeners want to. Well, they, all they got to do is just call myself right there, which, you know, hey, I love to talk. They can call me anytime, anyhow, if they want to talk turkey or, you know, especially on this deer hunt is uh, 251 227 0741 and that's Eddie Salker. All right. Well very good, Eddie. I appreciate it. Uh, hey that. now, let me let me let me point this out. Where can you go on the outfitters hunt that you can hunt for three days and have a chance to kill what we do? We give them six deer that they can kill and we don't charge them but five hundred dollars a person. Now where can you go somewhere and pay five hundred uh, it ain't nowhere you uh, can Yeah, the go answer to that would be nowhere. <laughs> not, not including meals and all of that? No, that's, that's not right. even close. That's great. Now, that's we, do not, we, we do not put the hotel. We do not cover the you know, hotel room because right, we ain't right. got, I ain't got a lodge or facility 
big enough to house, you know, everybody. That, and it's normally not that many, but it's normally around 26 mm-hmm. uh, hunters that come in here from all over the country. I've had them from Canada, and we right now I know we got one from Virginia, one or two from Florida coming in here, and uh, you know, uh, and got a lot of the boys from North Alabama be coming in here. So it's just a good hunt, and it was what what it does is it puts them, you know. Uh, in touch with all the other bow hunters that's hunting in it, and they, they, they form a relationship, and then they swap out hunts. They hunt with mm-hmm. each other, and it's just a, you know, it's just a good deal. That sounds great. Let's let's talk about food plots and the lack of rain right now. How is that going to oh, affect? That's what I was going to tell y'all when I first started talking to y'all. Please send us some rain up here. I think y'all got a little bit mobile down that way. Very boy, spotty. We ain't had it up here in Connecticut County. I don't know if we've had any in Monroe County over there. No, no, I don't think we've had any in about a month. <laughs> if we have, yep. I don't really, I can't point out what day it was because it, it, at my house it just hadn't rained. Well, how is the Well, you know, I, I think we're wasting time and money and all that by go ahead and a lot of guys are just going and, it, you know, dish the plots up and go on and put that fertilizer and and uh, uh, and seed out there, and then and then not get a half a stand out of it. I think you'd be better off just waiting on it, and uh, and then you're gonna have to return. You're gonna have to return back to bow hunting. You're gonna have to get out there and you're gonna have to find uh, them them little water oak trees that's dropping, mm-hmm. and yeah. or, or maybe a persimmon tree, or maybe it's some uh, you know soybeans. You know, people that's you know got soybeans around and about some of the guys still got peanuts and all that uh that these deer are coming in and out of and uh, you're gonna have to get out and go scouting and hunting and and that's what it's all about anyhow but it just makes us do more work have you scouted any acorn trees how's your crop this year well really i have been under the weather and i hadn't uh, but i know here you know i got a turkey call shop right here and and, and and I do still cut hair a little bit. I'm back getting a little bit where I can do that again now. Uh, but I was out of commission for the last month, and I ain't been able to get out and do any walking. But he, I mean, really in the woods. But I'm getting ready to. Mm-hmm. But reason I'm saying all this, uh, I can sit in my shop, and I got two or three water oaks, and they constantly hitting on them ten top. Mm-hmm. I scare you to death when two or three of them pops out of there and hit. But but I do, and that started last week. We started we started having up here at water oaks to to start dropping. Well, I I have some water oaks dropping acorns on my place uh, this year for the first time in a long time, and I don't know why. But uh, and one of them trees is right in front of one of my favorite stands, so I'm looking forward to uh, bow hunting that stand. Yeah. Well, one good thing about that, and, and, you know, guys get out and scout. Now, water oak will drop off and on, you know, for six to eight weeks. I mean, they'll, yeah. you know, and, and, but a lot of these, like white oaks, uh, most of them are dropped within two weeks, and it, it's all over with. But that water oak, man, you can kill a lot of deer off of some water oaks now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Eddie. I appreciate it. I hope you continue hey, to uh, recover. I'm Yes, sir, man. And I look, y'all call me some more. Maybe, maybe next time you call me, I'll be into it a little. I'm gonna start getting out and really 
scouting, and I wish everybody would have good luck. And and you just get out, and you're gonna need to spend some time in the woods. There you uh, go. And don't that's waste you, that money on them food plots till we get some rain. That's, that's how you do it. You get in the advice. woods and hunt. Good advice, Eddie. Thank that's you, sir. It, buddy. Thank y'all here. All right. We're gonna be back with David Thornton right after these messages. It's time to prep your boat and motor for the colder weather, and Blue Water Yacht Sales can help with a free 12-point inspection of your boat, motor, and trailer. Blue Water is now a full-line Yamaha outboard dealer and a five-star gold service facility with a Yamaha Master Tech on hand. And now is the time to start looking for that new boat you've been dreaming about. Blue Water carries a full assortment of inshore and offshore models from Pioneer, Bulls Bay, Avenger, Jupiter Marine, and Regulator. Inshore for the Reds or offshore for the Blues, Blue Water has you covered. Visit BlueWaterYachtSales.net. If you're planning a wedding after rehearsal or a corporate event, let Naaman's Catering be part of the plan. Hi, I'm Alec Naaman with Naaman's Catering, and we've been serving the Gulf Coast for over 30 years. I guess you would say we're highly seasoned now. So if you need to plan a special event, our professional event planners have years of experience to help you with all the planning. Call Naaman's Catering at 473-3900 and let Naaman's assist you with all the details. And look us up on the web at Naaman'sCatering.com. Thanks, Gulf Coast, for 30 great years, and may God bless. I'm talking with Ed Rowan from the Taylor Martino Law Firm. Ed, what's your approach in protecting your clients after an accident? What I try to do in my daily practice is just to find the truth. We can employ certain things to find out if the other person is at fault that are really cool. You can find out everything they were doing in their car, how fast they were going, when they hit the brakes. We can find out everything they were doing on their cell phone, every text they made, every website they went to. We can find out all that stuff, but we have to get involved in the case early on. That evidence is forever lost. How do you take on these money-hungry big insurance companies? That is to pursue your case and believe in your case, no matter what they do, what they try to do, what they say. Because at the end, you're going to have a fair and impartial jury here in Mobile County or wherever we're trying the case, and they're going to decide your fate, not that insurance company that's treating you like dirt. If you've been in an accident, you need Ed Rowan from the Taylor Martino Law Firm on your side. TaylorMartino.com. No representation is made that legal services performed are greater than the quality of legal services of others. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at ReputationDefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. We're going to give away one more thing today from Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats. It's a five-pound pork sausage variety pack. We'll take that third caller at 694-1055. David Thornton, the Pier Pounder, is with us again. How you doing, David? I'm good. Am I the third caller? Uh, no, sir. You're not the third caller. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll just talk fishing then. I would like to have some of that sausage, though. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing on the pier, people used to bring stuff out on the pier, and that's one way the community built so well is uh, people would trade recipes and try different things. And, you know, everybody had their recipe for mackerel salad and mm. cooking all kinds of things. People would stay in the campground at the state park and cook and bring things over and sometimes it was hot you know it was that was good it even developed into a picnic they'd have a a potluck picnic on the pier each year yeah you know about this time of year you know hunting and fishing is different in a lot of ways from other sports and activities but hunting and fishing involves food most of the time so that's why we like it one reason we like it so much yeah it the tradition is there you know dove shoots and stuff yeah. like that um if I'd, I'd tell anybody if they ever get a chance to go to mento's uh snipe hunt oh, yeah. the, you know in february that's that's quite an event it's more of a cooking event than it is you know it's it's your quintessential snipe hunt a lot of times well, but, they have some great cooking, too. I hope I get to go to that. I want to go to that. I've never been to one of those. It is unique, yes. Yeah, real, a bunch of good good bunch of outdoorsmen getting together and trading stories and trading recipes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But even and, if yeah, you're... And that's a great element of it. Even if you're hunting and fishing by yourself and it's not a social event, so to speak, with food... You're going to take home some food if you're having a good day, right? So it all... Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, that's always the icing on the cake there when you uh, you have a good day outside and you can take some groceries home. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it seems like things are more regulated these days. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, so you, often you have to bring your lawyer with you, but you can <laughs> still bring some good food home. <laughs> that's right. Well, let's talk about the Gulf State Pier for a moment. Uh, is uh, anything improving down there since last week? What are y'all catching? Yeah, things have been kind of, you know, still kind of spotty from day to day. It's been rough the last few days, and that is looking like it's going to continue through the weekend. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's probably going to interfere with people wanting to get out and go snapper fishing this weekend. But it also messes with the, you know, like fishing for like mackerel, uh, speckled trout, stuff like that, um, which was going pretty good uh, while the water was clear because that's when the bait fish usually accumulate around the pier in good numbers. And, and a lot of predators, you know, of course, are going to follow them. And inevitably, the big predators follow them. The dolphins and sharks are, you know, chasing mackerel and uh, any other game fish they come across, ladyfish and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, a good bit of that involved as well. But <clears throat> anglers can have still been doing pretty good off the pier. More flounder have been showing up, keeper flounder. So that's a good sign, good. you know, that fall uh, fishing is starting to take off along the coast, along the beaches as well. And uh, even when it's kind of rough, you know, 
Uh, if you go to, with smell baits like gulp shrimp or the uh, the new fish bites, uh, dirty boxer um, on a jig head, mm-hmm. you can often catch flounder, you know, right off the beach or wading out from the beach um, in these little holes that are, uh, you know, a lot right along, more so along the drop off on the edge of the hole than the hole itself, usually. But those uh, flounder ambush feeders, and they're waiting for any kind of bait fish to come by, and uh, they'll they'll be staging up, you know, the rest of this month until uh, uh, I, I consider it October already. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, w- once October gets starting, that's kind of the countdown for the rest of flounder season, and it typically only gets better as the water starts cooling down a little bit. We're coming up on a couple of days of nip tide. Does the tide affect the bite on the pier down there? Yeah, it does everywhere because you have, even though the you know the water change between high and low may only be a foot or two, mm-hmm. it's still uh, the the bait fish and the fish are hardwired to adapt to those subtle changes, <clears throat> and they'll be during the course of the day. You'll see some subtle changes in the activity uh, both at the pier and around it um, as far as which fish are active, which fish are present. If the water's clear, you know, you can tell if it's vacant or not because you, you'll be seeing fish, and and oftentimes that's, that, that's really when it's enjoyable. It's when you can see fish, how they respond to your bait or lure, and and you know, and and how many there are around. So it it's really can be a lot of fun. Hey, let me ask you something concerning that. Uh, this is a beach question, and you know, will it be like the the end of the Fort Morgan Beach and say the east end of Dolphin Island Beach. You know, a lot of times with a normal tide, that water's just ripping through there. And and when you'd have a neap tide, and maybe it wouldn't be quite so swift. Would it make it a little easier to fish that? Yeah, it really does, Doug. That's a good point to bring up about neat tides in, in places like that. And, and you know, often Bobby Averscotto touches on that, too, that those are the times to fish like Perdido Pass or the mouth of of, uh, of Mobile Bay, like you mentioned, those places where on regular days the current just rips through there. Well, on a neat tide, not only are you going to have less power with the water movement but the duration of the water moving is going to be a lot shorter just a few hours at a time and some days it even just vacillates back and forth it may run in for an hour or two and then go out for an hour or two and it'll alternate um, back and forth like that and and often just subtle things like the direction of the wind uh, can make a a difference as well because it'll it'll kind of help push the current one way or the other and um so you it can either it can either fight that light current or in you know kind of increase it a little bit and pick the bite up but the fish are always responding to any kind of uh you know like the conveyor belt that brings food to them and they're going to set up and take advantage of that and uh but i've often had some really good mackerel bites on at the pier and, and at the jetty as well, further out on the jetty, not usually off the seawall. But it, the proximity of bait fish is going to, uh, and the availability of bait fish is going to be a big trigger on that as far as drawing the fish to it. If they can find the bait fish, 
they'll be they'll be keying in on them, mm. and um, that's when like tossing your silver spoons is going to work real well, or or if you can get some live bait fish, free lining those bait fish and stuff like that, and because the current's not you know ripping along, just like Doug was alluding to. And uh, and you can do the same with shrimp, say, and that helps keep the shrimp away from the pinfish, and uh, increases your odds of picking up uh, a trout or redfish or flounder. Um, in addition to the you know mackerel, you might even see some keeper-sized pompano. And um, you know when it's when it's calm and clear, um, a lot of folks still use the conventional double-drop pompano rigs off the beach. And those aren't going to be, at times like that, when it's real calm, they're not quite as effective if, if you go, like, with a Carolina rig or a single-drop rig that is a bit stealthier without the floats and beads and things, big hooks and such. But if you if you scale it all down, maybe use ghost shrimp mm-hmm. um, instead of frozen shrimp. That makes a difference sometimes. I can't remember what month it was, but I went with a guy mm-hmm. one time under the Perdita Pass Bridge. We were in a boat, and we just hammered the bull reds. When do they gather up down there under the bridge, and do y'all have any luck off that seawall catching bull reds? Yes. They'll follow the bait fish and, and the pinfish you can include in that, too. And uh, bull reds and uh, Jack Gravel run through there. Bluefish as well mm-hmm. um, chase those little, those smaller bait fish, and and sometimes you can catch them just by, you know, with with even dead bait on on the bottom. Uh, one thing, even though they reopened part of the seawall at Perdido Pass, they don't have the lights hooked up yet, and um, they they put signs up to discourage people from fishing at night because they don't want anybody to get hurt yeah. in the interim. But I don't, I don't know that they're going to run anybody off necessarily, mm-hmm. and uh, but because people have been fishing at night along the portion that's been open still, that's north of the bridge, yeah, and there's not even a guardrail there, you know. <laughs> but know. Um, people have been catching bull reds, especially at night. You know, they, the the redfish are still moving, uh, you know, w- with the with the currents or you know into the current, one or the other. To, to feed and they're looking for um, any kind of live bait fish or or even a good smell if it's nighttime. I remember going down there at night when I was just a child. I mean, I'm talking 10, 12 years old and uh, that water off that seawall at night uh, being so swift and everything, it's kind of scary for a little kid, <laughs> if I remember well, right. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey David. Fort Morgan, Dolphin Island Pier, all those places. For a yeah. minute there, I thought he was going to say 10 or 12 years ago, and I was, I was going to call him out on that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you knew that was a fish day. There that. you go. <laughs> All right, David, man, we appreciate the report. It's always interesting to listen to what all y'all do down there on the beaches and piers. So thank you so much. All right, y'all have a great weekend. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us this week on WNSP Outdoors. I hope you take time this week to get out and enjoy God's creation. Y'all have a great day.